0: Hi, all, this is TK, and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP. RVE, RV empath, me, HSP highly sensitive peeps. Welcome! It is Friday, July 24th, 2020. And how are you? How's everyone doing? It is still a fairly stressful time, I would say. (laughs) That is putting it lightly. We are still very much in a time of change and transformation. So do what you can every day in every way to stay. What am I looking for? That's right. Calm and balanced. Yes. It is uh, now more important than perhaps ever to learn how to do that for ourselves. I can tell personally that I'm stressed because I am developing two canker sores in my mouth, not just one but two. (laughs) And canker sores are no joke. They're not fun. They are not the herpes virus. Some people get it confused with cold sores. Um, But what they are is, um, let me see, I just looked it up. So let me let me reference it. So they appear because of a weakness in the immune system or a nutritional deficiency. They're not contagious and usually go away on their own without treatment. So even though they're not caused by any kind of virus or anything, it they are very painful and um, a pain in the butt. They're painful on several different levels. So, I am going to take a lysine pill here in a little bit, and that is a very large pill. Similar to that pill, I, I told you all a story the other day about one of the uh, near-death experiences that I had and that I've gone through in my own life, and that was choking on um, a medication pill I was taking that was very large and I referred to it as a horse pill a couple of times and listening back to the podcast I thought to myself are people actually going to think that it's a pill like for a horse no (laughs) no that's not what it is folks um horse pill is just slang for a very large kind of thick pill that's what this lysine pill is so I'm not you know really looking forward to taking it but I will have my husband on standby in case something happens again. I um, s- have historically struggled with taking pills, which is kind of funny because I did go through a phase when I was in college where I partied my ass off and I would take any pill you gave me. A- at one point, I just like raided someone's uh, medicine cabinet and just like took random pills Whew! wow I am thankful I'm still around today for sure um, but you know I was in a state of mind then when I could you know do that sort of thing because I'm I was drunk at the time <laughs> so that made the whole experience of taking pills uh, easier in some respects. At any rate, generally, I have trouble taking pills. And the only pill I take currently is the my medication to help uh, keep the cancer away. (laughs) It's called tamoxifen. So my particular kind of breast cancer that I went through was due to an um, overabundance of estrogen. So tamoxifen helps to block estrogen in the body. And it's a smaller pill, thank goodness. And I've learned to get better at it, which is which is really great. Um, Part of that I'm just going to say I'm going into like a bit of a long rant but part of the experience of getting better at taking pills is like a calming of the mind. And so I allow the pill to sit there with the water in the back of my throat, and I sort of tilt my head. And then there's this, I just wait. And there's a moment that I can sense where it's okay to swallow. So I don't do before it was more of this desperate action, where, um, you know, I would Uh, just sort of in this random way, hope to swallow the pill, but now it's very deliberate, and I have this image of a diver walking to the end of a diving board and preparing to do some sort of dive. I've never been a professional diver myself, or even, I don't know if I've ever dived off, um, certainly the high dive. Um, I've jumped off it a few times. Uh, but a regular diving board, I think I have dived off that I'm picturing the high dive. So standing there, and collecting oneself, and just getting into that, that mindset, it's like where things click into place where you just sort of clear your mind, that image, and that um, action, in a way, that mental um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not affirmation. It's sort of like visualization. That's a, that's a mouthful, isn't it? <laughs> visualization. That has been helpful to me. So um, in many ways, I see that as like uh, being helpful to all of us in different ways, not just taking not just taking like medication. <laughs> but it it's something for us to think about that getting calm and clear and that place within where things just work. That's part of being calm and balanced. That's part of calming the mind, meditation, energy healing, like it all works together to get us to that that point of what synthesis (laughs) um it's it's a beautiful thing at any rate i think i might want to start taking more supplements again and more vitamins because uh i think i'm getting better at taking pills in general we'll see when i take this big lysine pill um after lunch (laughs) and so me talking about the canker sores and saying that they can happen due to a weakness in the immune system or nutritional deficiency that's just reminds me to um, urge you all to take care of yourself nutritionally make sure you're eating healthy food getting enough vegetables eating your spinach Drinking lots of clean water, and yes, it is heartbreaking that I have to define it as clean. <laughs> um, but there is nowadays a difference when it comes to water, and um, there's different water available in different places. So it's important that hopefully that will all get worked out in the years to come. <laughs> but for now, um, be aware of that and be aware of strengthening your immune system in different ways. Because our immune systems are all taking daily hits from the stress alone. And so it's good to be aware of that and be grounded in, you know, being your own best parent, uh, making yourself do things that you may not want to do in terms of Cleaning up your room, cleaning up your space, getting organized, eating healthy, cutting down on addictive habits that you know aren't good for you, Um, anything that you might consider quote-unquote boring, pour yourself into it, peeps. (laughs) Because stuff that's typically boring can actually feel really good. Really good. Really, really good. And with that, I am going to go to the... um, Wow, I'm already 10 minutes in. I'm going to go to the astrology. Now, even though there aren't exact aspects happening today between the planets and Chiron... There is a big day coming up on Monday, the 27th, and we're going to feel that over the weekend. So I thought I would talk about that a little bit. On the 27th, we have Jupiter retrograde, sextile Neptune retrograde, Venus in conjunct Jupiter retrograde, Venus square Neptune retrograde, and Mercury square Mars. Now, those two those first three aspects that I mentioned, they are all sort of overla- overlapping with each other uh, as you might have caught because the the same three planets are in play and that is Jupiter retrograde, Neptune retrograde, and Venus. So um. A couple of the aspects are more stressful, like the square and the inconjunct. That can be a little frustrating, but it's clear that one way we can get relief from it all is the Jupiter retrograde sextile Neptune retrograde, and that is between Capricorn and Pisces. Now, sextiles are favorable positive aspects, in which we can use known talents and skills to further ourselves in terms of opportunities. And Jupiter's the good luck planet. Jupiter's always good. If Jupiter's in the mix, there's good things to be found. Neptune retrograde, again, is about our connection with God, universal energy, our subconscious, which is a big deal right now, healing karmic kind of past life, or pain we were born with, uh, whether it's in our DNA, or however, it's there. So clearing that up. And um, uh, it's also about addictions. So healing and clearing out addictive ways of thinking and, and being. So no small order there. But positive things can breakthroughs can happen. And so look for them. Uh, There is that square between Venus and Neptune retrograde. Venus is in Gemini. And Venus is about, you know, harmony, social graces um, can be about legal issues, too. But it's about beautiful things and self worth, and love on all levels, and finances, how we make our money squares ask for some sort of action on our parts to help relieve a stressful situation. And Neptune retrograde is about all that stuff that I just talked about, um, spirituality, subconscious, the finishing of cycles, uh, and addictive type stuff. So there's also Mercury square Mars. So, um, That's our minds and some kind of stress or frustrating how you doing with Mars, which is our energy, our personal goals, the way we move forward, our passion, but it can veer into aggression if we're not careful. So, um, you know, it's really good. Let me look at the, I'm going to look at the 27th, like just to see. Overall, what else is happening? Um, so yeah, the best, most positive aspects that are happening is that that sextile between Neptune retrograde and Jupiter retrograde. Because remember, Jupiter is in that stellium, so we've also got the energy of Pluto retrograde there. And Pluto has the energy of change and transformation. So um, and that's between Pisces and uh, Capricorn is, is the hard work. So, okay, as far as I can tell, working really hard at um, strengthening your connection with God, universal energy, strengthening your spirituality, Um, meditative techniques and energy healing will be so helpful Um, working at developing uh, Neptune and Pisces type stuff which is about like I said (laughs) working with our subconscious Um, Pisces can also be about like prisons in different ways whether it's literal or Figurative, So, you know, working on um, breaking down the walls within ourselves, because Pluto is about regeneration, uh, the Phoenix rising from the ashes, and Saturn is there kind of offering, offering uh, the energy to Pluto, they're all sort of mixed up together. And Saturn is about you know, structures that are breaking down now to be rebuilt. So certainly that lends itself to inner boundaries, inner walls, places that we have, you know, imprisoned ourselves within ourselves. Okay? Um today the moon is still in Virgo, but it's going to move into Libra and that is about our relationships. And right now it's it, there are trines going on with the, that Stellium in, in Capricorn. So yeah, there's, um, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm, I think I'm gonna move on to the guidance cards now. But remember um, to, you know, meditate and explore spiritual stuff. This weekend. You are supported in that. Okay? Alrighty. Let's move on to. Um, I use the Osho Zen Tarot. We are now in the guidance card portion of the podcast. I'm now going to ground and um, shuffle the cards and ground it all in energy for the highest good of all, most benevolent outcome for all. I'm going to do conscious breathing as I do that, and I encourage you to do that along with me. I'll be back shortly. Thanks. guidance card for today for peeps, please. All right. Um, We have the king of pentacles that totally flipped over titled abundance. Isn't that nice? I think the king of pentacles. No, that was the 10 of pentacles that flipped over yesterday. This is the king. So uh, again, that's about earthly stuff. It's about feeling secure. It's about feeling good. Um, You know, we have enough money to live what we consider to be our best life. And uh, there's a happy home. Pentacles is about our home. King of Pentacles is good stuff. On the Osho Zen tarot card, it does feature the sun and the moon. So remember, we're still in eclipse season, folks. And that... I know that the one that happened on uh, July 4th and July 5th was very powerful. So as we move toward, you know, bringing in King of Pentacles energy into our own lives and expressing it, um, just be aware that uh, the eclipse energy certainly has a lot to do with ending certain things that no longer work for us and bringing in other new aspects and prospects and possibilities. All right, um, what else? And on the Osho Zen, it features an individual, he looks kind of like a Zen master of some sort, sitting on a, a, a book and other various uh, luxurious cloths and then he's holding a lotus flower and remember lotus flowers they bloom in the deepest darkest of mud um so any other cards and please totally flip them out do 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 um if you feel so called Totally check out Affirmation Bear and Astrology Bear on Amazon through Alexa. You can look it up and enable it and say, Alexa, what's the astrology for uh, Gemini today? And uh, it will tell you an important aspect that's happening and in what houses it affects you. So it's cool stuff. Houses are like astrological life areas. All right. And perhaps, you know, I'll talk about that in, a, in uh, another podcast or start writing articles. Um, that might be cool, huh? Okay, so a couple of things flipped over. Wow, we have Eight of Wands, which is traveling. That is coming up a lot nowadays. And Five of Cups, clinging to the past. Very, very interesting. Um, so in order to get to the King of Pentacles energy which is abundance, uh, which is uh, a beautiful thing, I think it's something that we all desire. Uh, Eight of wands is traveling, it's sort of fast movement, it can mean uh, messages coming in, it can mean us literally traveling from one place to another or moving. But it can also be figurative in terms of um, just, uh, you know, taking action towards a goal. And it features in the Osho Zen, an individual climbing up a a tall mountain through the mists of the mind toward the sun. So it's a journey getting to this bringing the sun into our lives sometimes because the sun is the happiest card in the deck. And it's about health and healing and, and uh, just good stuff. I mean, uh, it's happily ever after. I mean, the sun is just gorgeous, gorgeous energy. And we are all moving towards that peeps. So as we are moving towards that, uh, we we must be aware of the five of cups energy, and the five of cups, traditionally is an individual who is um, bummed, because they have five cups, and three of them have spilled over. But they're not seeing the two cups that are still with them and still filled with good stuff. They are focused and grieving over these cups that have been spilled. So it's important to really examine where our focus is, it's all about having the right focus. And where are we putting our energy and make sure we are not dwelling in um, energies of grief and, and um, depression and frustration and resentment and that sort of thing. It's important to shift as much as we can when when we fall into these holes and um, shift our way out of it energetically just to whatever we can do i mean certainly some of us are dealing with grief i can't even imagine Um, loved ones dying uh, losing jobs losing finances in a way that I have experienced in the past. um, So I understand. But it's still, I mean, I haven't experienced anything like this. Um, No one has. I mean, we're in a a time that of like no other. (laughs) So the point is, um, uh, let's see what, (laughs) what is the point? The point is, it's important to stay calm and balanced because that gives us our best chance of getting through, getting through it um, and connect with your higher self, God, universal energy, God being shorthand for good. We will live into a better day. Okay. Um, absolutely. And as we're doing that, uh, ground ourselves and look for the answers, because they will come resources will be there authentically. Ask for what you need, and then work for it. And solutions will come. I don't know how it works. I can't explain it. But I have lived it myself. So that is is what I have to offer you. And at any rate, The figure on the Five of Cups in the Osho Zen is carrying a a big box, just a box, uh, filled with like mouths and different. um, uh, It's just looks a bit chaotic. And it's not necessarily bad stuff. I mean, I see music on there and I see a heart and it's all multicolored. So it can be, you know, good memories as well. But we're perhaps clinging too much to it. And the box is, is very heavy. You can see it's like concrete made up of concrete on one side. And this person is not seeing the Ace of Cups in the background. There's a huge goblet and the Ace of Cups is, ha- again, happily ever after. My cup runneth over. It is love and beauty and abundance and prosperity. I mean, gorgeous, gorgeous feelings and emotions and experiences. So if we're too distracted with what has gone on before, we miss out on that. Okay, let's see if there are any final cards for today. So as we move towards our own personal abundance, and King of Pentacles. Make sure that we are not clinging to the past, which is what the Five of Cups is titled. I don't know if I uh, if I mentioned that. Okay, a card just fell out. It is Four of Wands Participation. And Four of Wands is traditionally the Happy Home card. It is um, a very like home-based, secure foundation, celebrations, marriage, um, birthdays, you know, rites of passage. And people call it also the 1111 card. So there's beginnings and possibilities and celebrations. What else is it about? I'm gonna look it up. celebration, freedom, excitement. Ooh, yeah, Uh, reflecting on accomplishments, a job well done, uh, recognizing success, but also opening to new possibilities, escaping unhappy circumstances, claiming self determination, letting go of limitations breaking free of bonds. Well, gosh, if that isn't like Neptune, retrograde in Pisces, I don't know what is I talked about the whole thing with, you know, being in imprisoned, figuratively, getting out of an oppressive situation. That's also it. Feeling excited, uh, looking forward expectantly, feeling thrilled, relishing the moment. This is the, that's a beautiful, beautiful energy and feeling. Um, when we break the bonds that bind us, whether physical, mental or emotional, we feel triumphant and able to move on to a new period of growth and happiness. If you feel trapped or restricted right now, use the energy of the Four of Wands to launch you into freedom. Do not be afraid to claim the open vistas that are rightfully yours. Ooh, the joy of living. I love it. All right. Any final? Oh, <laughs> keeps going on. Now we have the Three of Wands. Experiencing. And Three of Wands is um, uh, our ships coming in. It's uh, traditionally in the Rider Waite, it features someone looking out from a cliff toward the horizon over the sea and there are ships coming in and it's a very, it's a positive card in that um, good things are coming. So let's see what else there is to say. Exploration, foresight, leadership. So expanding horizons. That's very Jupiter right there and Jupiter's in play this weekend. Remember, Uh, leaving the secure behind um, seeking out the unknown or uncharted areas being visionary planning ahead um, taking the long view demonstrating leadership uh, setting an example assuming a responsible position, serving as a represent representative. All right. Um, Okay, let's see. A leader not only sees far, but he's willing to go there first, he or she, if necessary. So This card is similar. It's a card of exploration and it's kind of similar to the fool, who is also pictured on a cliff edge, but the fool steps out in innocence, not realizing he's going to fall to his fate. Well, you know, whatever. The fool is a good card. (laughs) The fool is blank slate, like inspiration uh, and um, uh, beautiful. I don't think the fool falls. I think the fool flies. (laughs) That's a mouthful. At any rate, (laughs) so the adventurer on the Three of Wands, it says, is also willing to step out but with full awareness of what he or she is doing. The courage is more informed, if less spontaneous. The Three of Wands encourages you to move fearlessly into new areas. Let the ships on your horizon take you far out into unknown seas. Ooh, all right. Okay, Um, let's see what else there is, but I do want to, like, kind of... Oh oh my gosh, cards just keep falling out. My word. We'll be here until next Monday. All right, so we have the Ten of Swords, which is titled Rebirth. Ten of Swords is um, coming through a really hard time. It's coming out the other side. It's the finishing of a cycle it the swords is like mental um, so death and rebirth you know it's that is the time that we are in and the seven of wands which is titled stress <laughs> now the seven of wands traditionally is a defensive energy type card um, on the Rider weight, it features someone who's like up on a hill And they have their own wand, and they're defending themselves against six wands below them. But the six wands that are trying to reach this person cannot, because he's higher up on a higher elevation. So it's nothing to be, like, really concerned about. It's just um, kind of making a stand and being strong in your opinion and that sort of thing. So, okay, now I'm starting to lose track of what we got here. Let's see. We have abundance, traveling, clinging to the past, participation, experiencing, rebirth, stress. So, okay, so we we are experiencing the stress of a rebirth. And um, we need to participate in this period of traveling to a new way of being thinking and being in the world and not allow ourselves to cling to the past too much as we do so as we move forward to living our life of true abundance. Okay. That's what I'm seeing. Now hopefully I'm going to finish finish out the shuffle. Hopefully I can. I'm already having trouble speaking. I hope I'm not too mushy mouthed in this podcast because of the um, canker sores. So the lysine will help with that. I Lysine clears it up like right away. <coughs> so um, I'm going to end the reading now, I think, let me just double check. All right, in the bottom of the deck is the Knight of Pentacles. Now the Knight, which is titled slowing down. So just know that we are in a time period where perhaps things are going to move slower than we would like. Um, Knight of Pentacles is very methodical, step by step. Uh, Does not like rush forward or make moves without really thinking about them beforehand and on the Osho Zen tarot card it features a turtle a tortoise moving toward the water and there are beautiful rainbow colors and and um, you know sparkles I mean it's a pretty card but it does signify as we are moving toward our version of the water (laughs) um, we are perhaps moving more slowly. So there is that to consider as well. So it's a weird kind of energy because we've got eight of wands with mixed in with the Knight of Pentacles. (laughs) So but it is what it is, right? Right. Okay. More uh, later on Monday. And as always, I want to thank you for all that you do and all that you are. And stay tuned for more good stuffs. Mm Okay. So I think I'll post uh, one of these cards that speaks to me, perhaps the slowing down card uh, on uh, RV Empath Instagram. So look it up. Okay. I wish you all the best and as always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much.